0: Welcome to this episode of the Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm Larry Wydell, and before we get started, if you want to know exactly how to win again and again, go to WydellOnWinning.com forward slash webinar now to watch something I've put together for you. Now let's get going into this episode of Million Dollar Mastermind. I'm talking with Brian Johnson this afternoon. He's co-founder of e 3 association and under that association they got four brands associated with e3 firearms e3 camping e3 overland and e3 off-road as main focus is to help uh, e3 fulfill their business vision he's a uh, attended harvard business school he's worked with companies in 34 industries he's an entrepreneur and so brian thanks for being with us. Looking forward to talking. You bring a different, uh, background and obviously that's what we like to do is get people with different backgrounds and different perspectives on, uh, making great things happen. And so how did you get launched in to, uh, uh, you know, find yourself doing what you're doing today?
1: Okay, great. And Larry, thanks for having me here. I'm uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, I love everything you're doing. So I'm glad to be on a call. And I guess how it started, and you know, we have uh, many more companies in our portfolio than just the E3s. But I got to tell you, E3s are the funnest. They're a passion. We have a blast. And it's just one that's been uh, some of the most successful brands that we've ever built. And you know, they really started out of uh, seeing an, a couple of, I guess, gaps in industries. There was a, a few things. One is It started with the first one is E3 firearms. And the reason it started is my daughters were going out and doing their training and they're getting their concealed carry licenses. And they were watching people on YouTube and sending me videos and saying, hey, check this guy out or hey, check this person out or hey, check this girl. And I said, you need to stop watching those people. They were YouTube yahoos that thought they knew everything or you know, maybe they came out of a school or a military and all of a sudden think that they're experts and they're teaching dangerous things. I thought stuff that stuff that was so unsafe. And I did some research in just that industry. And I looked at it, I'm like, wow, there's just, there's such a gap in this industry that there aren't any really good, incredibly vetted uh, programs that are online that would really help people get started. And, you know, I'm not a I'm an advocate for, you know, there's nothing like being on a range or doing, you know, real world training of things, but there was at least a gap that I saw that needed some vetted good content. And then the second gap I saw is it got to a place where digital and online started to become a lot more prevalent. And there's a lot of stuff out there, but it got to the point where it was so saturated. And then I felt like, wait, there's just something missing. We've lost this human element to all these digital programs. And I said, maybe the E3, which is Empower, Educate, and Entertain, I want to be able to bring some life and some human back into a digital program. So we basically launched E3 Firearms that was vetted content. So we went out and got the top experts that we could find to create vetted content. And then we brought more live aspects into it. So not only you're in this membership, but it was able to be part of a community that you could get on live calls that you could, you know, go to different events together. We could travel and do trips together. So I just saw these two needs. One is bringing more human element into the digital world, and then also just seeing vetted content. And then as a result of that, what we were able to do after we got our, Uh, house brands and our house registrations, uh, anything with E3 and association, anything in the middle, we own those registrations, is we're able to now duplicate those models into different verticals, which brings us to the next hurdle, which was, okay, well, which verticals do you do? And that was the next challenge. So the verticals were trying to find industries like Overland that was somewhat new, or firearms that we talked about, or even off-roading um RVing, things like that that weren't already saturated. And you know, we have people that tell me, oh, let's go into the golf industry. Let's go into this and you know, I love all that stuff. Let's go into the fishing industry. But the reality is, is when you look into those industries, they're already so saturated that I didn't want to fight that battle. So we're able to duplicate what I just talked about, that model, and then basically clone those and drive them into the different verticals uh, that we saw that were lacking. Uh, kind of that model that I talked about in those industries. So that's kind of the the short story of how we kind of got into it, how we got rolling, and then our growth has just been absolutely incredible.
0: Talk about your growth.
1: Um, well, boy, we went from starting out not too many years ago, about five years ago, to you know the first couple hundred members, and it's a monthly membership. To now we're in the tens of thousands of members, and you know growing every month consistently, um, and, and I think part of it is not only the growth, but it's our retention. And I think the retention comes from the the E of the empowerment side. So we have the education in there, we have the entertainment, but the empowerment side is part of what we also wanted to do is to be able to change people's lives in a positive way. And we decided that instead of trying to go out and try to be personal development or sell personal development or go into focus, quote unquote, personal development, what we've done is we've went into these niche industries got people involved in what they're passionate about, like off-roading, and then we're able to infuse other things like education and personal development into that. So when people become members, they look at that kind of model and they're like, oh my God, I came here for off-road, but I had no idea how this was actually going to change my life. And then they don't leave. So not only we focus on growth, but retention is is also a, a big key driver for us.
0: Well, you and I have a mutual friend, Elaine Johnson, Elaine and Paul, and, uh, you know, they gave me some of the material early on and, uh, it just seemed to me, this is going to be, you know, it seemed like a new idea, maybe it's not a new idea, but it was certainly a new company. And, you know, when you're starting something unique that people are not familiar with, you, you know, you got an uphill climb and also you have a, a multi uh uh option you know you had many many different things you did you seems like you started a lot with the the firearms and the firearm uh firearm training but now uh elaine's told me about some of these adventures and trips you've had in utah and uh uh, talk about some of those things
1: yeah that's that's part of the community side of these um so even though we're a monthly online membership We infuse into the membership, the ability to be part of communities and trips. And, you know, we just did a big trip to the Grand Canyon. We had a hundred rigs come with us. Um, We have another one going to Texas with RVs. So it it brings the community together. It brings them together in a way that when we do these events, as them being a member, they get access to these events and then they show up and we do all kinds of education. We do some talks, we do some fun, we do some off-roading, we have dinners and meals and we just do really cool, fun conferences and events that are all tied into this online monthly digital model.
0: And you're giving, you're, you've, you've created a, uh, uh, a place, uh, uh, you know, using the uh, internet to where people all over the uh, world really can stay plugged in, uh, get information, but then also you've, Combine that to where you have, I guess, live online conferences, but the live events. You know, it's one thing to go off-roading with your kids or your family and uh, go on some of these trips, but it's a whole lot more fun when you're you're doing it in groups. And I'm out here in Aspen, about three hours away from Moab, which is a huge outdoor uh, recreation center for. The West and all kind of climbing and uh, cycling and off road and you know they're always having these rallies where hundreds of you know jeeps or hundreds of Land Rovers or hundreds of this that and the other motorcycles they're coming in and doing things and you know this is for people who want an option to spend time in the outdoors and healthy family activities would you say?
1: Oh absolutely we we do a lot of stuff in Moab Jeep Jamboree and, and all that kind of stuff um, yeah no doubt uh, and it, so it's it's a passion that they have so it's something when they think about like hey I want to go do this or they're new and they're like we're able to expose them to some of these incredible events but what we try to do is infuse into these incredible events of not just coming out and just going off-roading but we try to infuse to more education how to be safer how to save money how to not make mistakes that we all made because that's that's a reality all of us when we start in these hobbies and stuff new we we waste too much money we spend too much time making mistakes so we help people shortcut those things and we infuse you know great food and community and good fun and and we encourage people hey make friends create your other trips and then we have our own online tools that really help facilitate all that stuff I just saw, where they can in, connect with other members and create different groups and, you know, Northeast group and things like that. So there is definitely a lot that we kind of bring into that aspect that you just talked about. So instead of, hey, everybody, let's just meet up, we, we infuse just so much more uh, activities into that kind of concept.
0: I get the idea. A lot of these activities were things you – uh we're interested in and already doing is that right and uh the chance to build a business and expand that i can spend more time doing what i like to do is that the idea
1: well it certainly started that way i mean of course we all want to try to do things we're passionate about or have interest in or love to do there's no doubt about that but then i just had to look at well if that's the case and i'm having these experiences as a newbie and i've wasted too much money Well, when what's my objective, well, I can create a business that helps people to not make all the mistakes I make and fills the gap of the things I wish I had when I was in this hobby that I don't have, and is not out there. So yeah, they definitely started with being in industries. I have a passion for and things. So no doubt about that. And that makes a huge difference. Brian, where are you from? From Boston. Can you hear the accent?
0: Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little, <laughs> uh, not, really, <laughs> not, not too much, but how, how do you grow up in Boston and you've got, uh, what, a passion for hunting, a passion for uh, uh, shooting and guns and outdoor activities and off-roading? How do you grow up with that? that uh, how do, how'd you get infected with that fever in Boston? Hey, Listen, there's a lot of information online, but there aren't a lot of people who have actually done something. In my case, I've actually built a successful business, has accrued over $5 billion in assets under management, and has done well even during trying times. Now, if you want to know exactly how I've done this, go to whiteellumwinning.com forward slash webinar now. I've compressed a decade of learning into five short weeks just for those of you who want to give yourself an incredible advantage and are tired of waiting and watching others move up. Well, I don't
1: know if it was Boston that did it (laughs) or just uh, seeing, seeing different hobbies or industries or things that interest me. And then I think the key word is take action. Go do something. You know,
0: try it. What was your first step? You know, you sticking your toe in the water. I remember, my young, uh, my my oldest son grows up, and you know we're looking for things to do together. And sure enough, he wants to go. Uh, uh, he wants to go bo- deer hunting, but also bow hunting, and also not just with a bow, but with a com uh, not a compound bow, a long bow. And so I knew nothing about any of this stuff and maybe some of these areas you've got started in. But I mean, I had never even read a magazine. I didn't even know what the magazines looked like. So we went through, you know, the year, the months of getting the magazines, finding where the hunting clubs were. And so that's one thing you do, you know, you look for, you know, they are actually bow hunting clubs around. And so, you know, you find people are in, in the, uh, uh, with a similar interests, and they show you the ropes, the sooner or later you got to get out on your own and you're making you know we were sitting out in trees and never you know for years and not <laughs> not you know spinning our wheels and eventually though you know you make some progress but it's sure nice when you can find someone to show you the ropes what was your uh you know uh i think my son got interested in that just to punish me again the, the one thing that i had absolutely no training background in and uh of course now we've hunted everywhere and bow hunted but you had to make your first step forward what was what was your first
1: step forward uh into these worlds well i think it's the same thing i do now with everything i do and the first part is act- actually doing something you know and what i did is if it was something i was interested in instead of hanging around and thinking about it and shoulda coulda woulda I found somebody that was an expert. I found somebody even like yourself in the business world. And I'd go hire somebody like you, i a coach. And I'd just go say, hey, I'm interested in this. Take me out. I want to experience it. I need to know what it's like to see if this is something I'm really interested in or not. Whether it's pay him, And if I can't afford it, then I'd barter with them. Or I would do whatever it took to actually just go do it. Um, again, I'm, I'm a big fan of not being in the shoulda, coulda, would have But if it's something you're really interested in, or you're not sure you're even interested in, well, there's one way to find out, go do it, figure it out. And and that's kind of how I do everything. No matter what we do, no matter what industry we're going into, I find somebody that is doing it. And whether you can turn them into a mentor or a coach or hire them or whatever it takes, just go do it. Too many people sit around and just wait and think that that they could have done it as opposed to... How about taking a Sunday and just go figure it out one day?
0: Yeah. So what were your, your first steps into this? So can you remember how, you know, cause in the beginning, you know, you were always tentative and new things and, and, uh, uh, feel out of place. But then, you know, what I've found, Brian is in life, you have to make room for yourself, wherever you want to go in a company, in an industry, in a sport or whatever, you know, it's kind of like you start off and you're in the outside and this this is something that, you know, you're looking in and from the outside, it's like looking through a window. It's like a party going on and people, they know each other inside. They, they're they chatting each other up. They're having fun, but you're on the outside in the call, but you want to get in there. And so sooner or later, you got to get in there and you got to make room for yourself. And when you get in the room, like you get in the industry or in a business or whatever, you got to create space for yourself, you got to meet people, you know, you got to do some things to where now I belong in this world, you know, space in your schedule to where you got the time to do it. And then you go in there, you get, get the resources you need, you get the friendships you need, but you go make space all of a sudden now in this universe or all these universes, you've started on the outside but uh, you become a force in multiple industries now. Uh, you know, you created space for yourself and and uh, it's kind of an interesting way of looking at it, but how did you break the bubble on the, It's it seems to be scary on the front end uh, just because you don't know what you're getting into and what were those first experiences like that gave you the encouragement, like this is how I'm going to do it going forward in my life. Because you had to have a, you had to do something right and have positive feedback uh, from that to where you said, okay, this is a pattern that works. I'm going to do this again and again when I have interest.
1: Yeah, definitely. And and it's probably the hardest part of my life and my job, and that's finding the right partners. So how I did it, based on what you're saying, is, is I went into those industries and I looked for and searched and asked a lot of questions to find the right people that were already doing it or or knew this. And then from that standpoint, I had to kind of do a little research on those people to feel like, and, and, and this might sound corny, but do they have the right energy? Do I feel the right energy? Because they have to connect with me. I have to connect with them. And if I would narrow it down to some people that I felt like, hey, I can I can relate to these, these couple or to this person. And this feels right. I could be in business with these people. I could have dinner with this person 20 years from now. And I had to kind of get to that point and then I reached out to him, literally picked the phone up, made a call and say, hey, here's what I'm doing. This is what I'm, I'm interested in. And I just want to see, is this something you're interested in? If you're in, uh, I'd like to just set up. I'll fly out. I'll see you. We'll have dinner. Let's talk and let's explore if we can do this together. And uh, if you're not, I don't want to waste your time. So I, that's how I basically initially I just literally, you know, people ask me, Larry, all the time. Uh, I make so many deals. I do so many business deals. I make so many deals with big companies, and we have giant sponsors and, and all this kind of stuff. And people are like, how do you do that? How in the world? How do you make a deal with Jeep? How did you make a deal with Six Hour? I mean, how in the world do you do it? I was in the boardroom with the CEO, of Six Hour, and all the executives, and they're like, how in the world do you do that? And I say, I pick the phone up and I call them. <laughs> now I'm joking, but that's the reality. It's like. I understand what my objective is. I know what my goal is. And then I close the gap and say, well, then how do I need to do that? Well, I need to be sitting in the boardroom with that CEO. So let me start down the path to go do that. So it's it's really just finding the right people, feeling the right energy, seeing that these are people I'd want to be partners with. I pick the phone up and I call them and I go meet them and try to make it happen. And that, that is really, it might sound simple, simple, Larry, you might be looking for more of a complex answer, but the reality is, I pick the phone up, I make it happen, I go sit in front of them, I shake their hands, and see if we can make a deal.
0: And what are some of the biggest ones uh, that you're proudest, most proudest of your relationship? Big companies that you've made deals with, and uh, you know that that you know you enjoyed the most, that impressed yourself the most with. You mentioned Jeep. Any others that we would uh, uh, relate to?
1: Well, I mean, there's large ones within the industries, like Sig Sauer is a big, giant firearms company. Uh, they absolutely loved what we do. Um, you know, in, in the industries like off-roading, we have giant retailers like Northridge 4x4 and, you know, just big, big players within those industries. So they might not be as big as, you know, everybody here might know like Jeep, but within the industries, we make deals with the biggest players in those industries. and And they... They basically look at our model and they're like hey this makes sense to me we want to we want to work with you guys
0: and then they're like huge companies in the camper world and the rv world and things like that and so there's there's a universe of monster companies that most of us have never heard of and uh 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 it's a huge breakthrough when you get associated with them if you're in those industries because people in those industries soon and have those interests soon find out who the power players are. And if you've got relationships with them, that credibility flows over to you. I'm sure when you got the relationship going with Jeep, that had to do, you know, step up your credibility with with people going forward, don't you think?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It definitely does when they see those kinds of uh, partners and even more so as people in the industry, see those partners email for us or promote us, that's really what sets it off because everybody sees it. So when you see a big company like a, a Jeep or a Northridge 4x4 send an email out promoting our company, that sends a shockwave through the whole industry that everybody kind of looks at you and says, wow, you got Jeep promoting you guys? I mean, I think we should be talking to you. So that's that's definitely a big deal. But But I think, Larry, in the beginning, though, when we launched these in different verticals, we're a small fish. We're not really known. I mean, we are now that we're able to piggyback on our other brands to launch into a new brand. But even so, we're a small brand. So how we actually get into these relationships and, and create a relationship is we just basically go in and say, look, we'll, we'll do this for free. Let us put our money where our mouth is. We'll, we'll move the needle for you. We'll show you that we can actually do it. And if we do, then we're looking for this relationship. So we go in first trying to see what can we do for you? How can we help you? How can we you know, move the needle for you? And we specifically ask those companies, what is it you need in your business model right now? What is it you need that I can deliver? Let me prove it to you and let me do it. And then if I do that, I'm looking for a long-term relationship with you.
0: All right. Uh, thanks so much, Brian. If you enjoyed what you've heard and are dead serious about finding out for yourself exactly how this works in the real world, I've taken the most valuable business lessons I've learned over 40 years and put them into something for you to watch. Go to wideellandwinning.com forward slash webinar now in order to move up as fast as possible. I'm Larry Wydell and I run the Million Dollar Mastermind. Go, go, go.